Thursday, and you know what that means. Welcome to episode 322 of the winners of the Thursday Night War, Math Wrestling. This is your captain speaking. Coming up this week, we have to predict backlash, which means we hopefully never have to hear WrestleMania backlash again. Oh, please and thank you. Oh. <clears throat> but first, allow me to welcome my co-horsemen. They are El Jefe, Moses Marquez, and Travis DeWalker-Anderson. What's up? Like I said, the winners of the Thursday Night War. Yeah, they, <laughs> I feel like the Thursday Night Wars lasted as long as the damn uh, Wednesday Night Wars. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. Uh. Best of luck in future endeavors to Ryan Squared. Yeah. It, it won't be the last we <laughs> see of them, though. I, I, I can pretty much guarantee that. Um, and I'm, I've told Chad not to give up. You know, there's something you can do to keep bold predictions going. Absolutely. Keep it doing. Keep it going. There's no reason not to. See, I have reasoning. Goddamn Peacock ruined me, okay? See, yes. you, you, don't, you don't have Peacock to blame. <laughs> Isn't um, Nitro back up now? Is it? I, I believe so. Or it's coming yeah. back. Oh, don't. Okay, hold on. Now you're going to make me go fucking searching. <laughs> Now you gotta make me go on Peacock. Oh yeah, it's like ah crap. <laughs> I try to walk away and they suck me back. Oh fuck, you're gonna make me go on Peacock. <laughs> uh, fucking Sunday Night Heat. Why in the fuck is wow. the Fast and the Furious in here? Oh have... son of a bitch, it is. Uh oh. Well, it looks like we're back in business, boys. <laughs> oh, I can't God. believe Sunday Night Heat's on there. I know, I was just going to say the same thing. I was like, I just fucking just seen Sunday Night Heat before I saw Nitro. Whatever happened on Sunday Night Heat besides X-Pac versus Midian? I'm really trying to think of like, <laughs> anything else that I can't. I'm like, nope, not going to happen. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, well, I got something to do this weekend. Hell yeah. Uh, also, this weekend, like we said, is Backlash, which means we are going to predict ah, it shit. in a moment. So uh, if you're watching on YouTube, now is the time to hit the subscribe button, like and share us on Facebook, and subscribe to our audio streams on all podcast platforms. So at this moment in time, there are seven matches for Backlash. No doubt we will get one, maybe two more added tomorrow on SmackDown. Um, so let's kick things off with I believe this was the last match added to it uh, Damian Priest versus The Miz in a Lumberjack match now I, I skipped Raw again this week so I didn't even know this match was added until I looked it up so trust me nobody is mad at, at us skipping Raw they are yeah. skipping Raw everybody's skipping Raw well hopefully everybody does eventually skip Raw then we definitely don't have to talk about it yeah it's for as long Everybody, as they keep getting 2 million views, we're fucked. It seems like yeah. everybody's skipping Raw except for my daughter. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's, whose fault is that there, bub? Well, I mean, I can't completely blame her. You know, she likes AJ. She's That was like one of the first words she ever said when she was, after she was born was AJ. During an AJ Styles match. Well, hey, I can't blame her, you know what I mean? She's got good taste. <laughs> And then what was great is, like, you know, that was one of her first words was saying, AJ, AJ. <laughs> and then last night during uh, Dynamite, fucking Oliver 
And I swear to God, he was he started talking and was start chanting Pac. No, he was all about it, eh? Oh hell yeah! He every time uh, Pac would like make a do a big move or something, he would just get so excited he he could not take his teeth his eyes off the TV. <laughs> well, that's that's awesome. I will admit that my uh, my son had the same experience at about five months. No, hold on. When was Jay's day? He was born in May. So about seven, eight months old. Uh, he was up with me watching uh, it was Okada Omega. Wow. Wrestle Kingdom. So like, yeah, imagine his like and he was glued, dude. Like he did not sleep for the what was it, the last two hours of the show. He normally would like get up, eat, you know what I mean? And then like sleep three hours and get up and eat again. Goddamn kids. But yeah, no, he was like fucking glued. It was great. That's how you start him off. There you go. We've got to start him right. All right. So, uh, honestly, I am actually seeing more and more people skipping Raw. So let's hope this trend continues and either Raw dies, which I'm sure will make Andre very happy, or they pull their fingers out of their ass. I have no idea what will make Andre happy at this point. So I'm just going to stay <laughs> off that topic. But yeah, uh, definitely pull the finger out of the ass, dude. Come on. You're supposed to be the A show. I heard SmackDown's been really good, though. Yeah, Smack, well, SmackDown's definitely been better. SmackDown, SmackDown is usually always better. Except yeah. for this week. I swear to God, last week just sucked ass. Like, yeah, not a lot happened this past week. Well, it was mostly that damn uh, throwback crap. and it, it, it just terrible. Which made yeah. no sense. Let's do an 80s-themed SmackDown, even though SmackDown started in 99. Oh, what? 80s? <laughs> what? The whole thing was 80s feet. Yeah, it was like a throwback to WWE, but they... It was a throwback to the fucking Saturday night? Yeah. Pretty much. Saturday night's main event? Like, I was sitting, uh, I was sitting here yesterday, and I watched... I, I pretty much didn't have nothing to watch yesterday, so I was like, fuck it, I'll go ahead and watch some WWE. So I watched Raw, I watched uh, SmackDown. Isn't that terrible, though? Yeah. I mean, on on the good side, they were showing a lot of highlights of, like, really early SmackDown. Yeah, Um, I mean, they they, they had, you know, John Cena's debut, uh, the ruthless aggression bit. Uh, They had uh, Stone Cold and Booker T in the grocery store. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they had uh, Triple H and The Rock, I think. Yeah, the first main event yeah. with John Michaels as a special reverie. And this is why I laughed when people expected to see the stage fist. Like, no. <laughs> of course they're not going to bring back the stage was, fist. It was oh, a no. goddamn graphic. It was horrible. But yeah, horrible. I was sitting there watching it yesterday, and uh, I was kind of making some notes here and there. And... My, I only had like two notes from uh, SmackDown. It was the first one was shitty throwback. SmackDown was worse than uh, Retro Impact from 2019. Damn, <laughs> because like that that was fucking god awful. And then I don't like how they always make Teddy Long look like <sighs> a freaking. They yeah. they bring Teddy Long back, and you think. They just make him seem like he ha- he's gone senile. 
That's my man Amir I, right there. I love how they bring Teddy Long back just to make a random tag match like they don't do that every week anyway. Let me tell you something, player. Oh, like, you guys are fighting. Go okay, let's make with it the tag match. It's got to be oh. a. There's, there always has to be a. He always has to make a tag match, and always has to say somebody's facing the Undertaker. Yeah, he, yeah. he, he tried to book an Undertaker match. Teddy Taker's retired. Not anymore. All right, well, just in time, Mister Larkin is awake. So before we jump into backlash, let's get him on the line. Good morning, podcast machine. Very good morning, guys. Um, you're actually lucky that we were severely delayed today. Severe by techno- technological issues. Wow. <clears throat> um, basically, my computer is a cunt. Ah, <laughs> this hard drive is dying. The best way I can describe it. Yeah, sorry about that. I'll be In honest. A technical with- term. I'll be honest with you. I slept through my alarm, and I will absolutely admit that. But yeah, no, it was it was one of those nights. I'm okay though. Well, you haven't missed anything. We're uh, we just getting into backlash now. So, first match: Damian Priest, The Miz in a lumberjack match. I'm gonna kick it off by saying Priest. Yeah, I don't know why anybody else but Priest would win this. Yeah, but it's, this is my thing. It's like the logical uh, prediction would be. You know, Damian Priest, but then again, we're talking about WWE, so it's going to be garbage. So Miz would probably win. You know? If if Miz wins, it'll be like saying Priest only won at WrestleMania because of Bad Bunny. <laughs> oh, God. See, that's what I don't need right now. I don't need that kind of <laughs> negativity in my life. <laughs> uh, Mike, what do you say? Oh, God, with the whole... Miz, he is running away, and so what I'm going to do is I'm going to make it a lumberjack match. And I'm like, oh, God. Like, out of all the stipulations, he picks the lumberjack match. I thought it was shit on Monday. It's going to be shit now. But I'm <laughs> going to go with Damien Priest. Okay, full house with Priest. Yeah, they keep... They keep um, oh, no, 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 no. No, I said it's WWE. It's going to be shit. It's going to be the Miz. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought you were saying I'm, I'm going to say Priest, but WWE are going to pull... Would pull some no, shit. I mean, a lot of times shit. when it comes to WWE, well, they are going to pull some shit. <laughs> like when it when it comes to WWE pay per views, I use that's where I do the worst. So I'm trying a different strategy. I'm going with the ones I don't. He's want. trying to think like a stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <clears throat> speaking of the predictions, by the way, so Travis still has the record for longest single reign of 42 days. Uh, if Cookie makes it past Backlash and Under Siege, which I think is next week, uh, he will overtake 42 days. Wait a minute, Under Siege By is on time. Saturday. Yeah, Under yeah, Siege Backlash is on Sunday. Oh, Under yeah. Siege is this week? Yeah. Ah, crap. That means we got two Chad? pay-per-views to predict. Hey. Yep. Yep. Chad okay, so if Cookie gets past this weekend. Chad tried telling you that on the open road. Yeah, and then I forgot because it's Impact, and we don't really talk about it much anymore. <laughs> really, we should be predicting Under Siege first, but we'll start, we've started Backlash now, so we'll get to Under Siege in a minute. Oh, yeah, I got to also hear from fucking Open Road that, like, there's no more Rivals title, and they're, like, hit me up and shit, and all, like, preparing, and now it's yeah. like the thing's gone. We had like, one. What the fuck? No, I mean, I'm sure, surely he's, he's just got to vacate it. So, there you go. Chad, there you go. Or just, you know, create a new title. There you go. 
Do whatever you want. All right. The match I care about the absolute least on this show. Uh, Dirty Dogs defending the SmackDown Tag Team titles against the Mysterios. And I have no doubt there will be a Father and Son Tag Team champion reign. Did you just call them the Dirty Dogs? That's, that's what they're called. They're dirty dogs. Don't, don't they're fucking lie to me. They're called the Dirty Dogs now. No, that's the oh name of the tag team. God. They're the Dirty Dogs. <laughs> I don't even want to know why, just the Mysterios. Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> this the is why I don't watch this product anymore. What the fuck? <laughs> the dirty. I'm baffled. Like, freaking that, Dolph I'm Ziggler. fucking baffled. That name has cost him the match. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode have been like a tag team for. Over a fucking year, probably pushing two, right? Yeah, dude, I don't even fucking remember fucking rude single run anymore. <laughs> and, well, they just, like, they've been tagging for like a long time, and they just recently started calling calling them the Dirty Dogs. Yes. Yeah, for a while they were just calling themselves the Dirty Dogs, but now it's their official team name. Why? But what? I don't, you know what? No, no. Because <laughs> they don't dirty care. Dogs. I don't care. <laughs> the dirty wieners, man. The dirty wieners. <laughs> he did it. He said it. I had to just nope. I had I lost it. Honestly, uh, I think uh, it's a better name than the dirty heels. Mm-hmm. Heelys. Whatever, they suck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's two for the Mysterios. Uh Mike. Um since Dominic did beat Dolph with an inside cradle small package on SmackDown to get this match, uh, I like the tease of the first ever father and son tag team champions, but I don't think it's going to happen here. So I'm going to say Dolph and Bobby Roode, Robert Roode, to retain the Dirty Dogs, baby, the Dirty Dogs. They're going to get funky like a monkey. That's what they're going to do, Dad, the Dangerous League. Travis. Oh, it's going to be uh, mysterious for sure. All right, pretty split, pretty split. Next match, one of the two triple threat matches that we have at Triple Threat Backlash. Rhea Ripley defending the Raw Women's title against Asuka and Charlotte Flair. Now, I'm going to go to Mike first because obviously there's a very serious case to be made for the obvious outcome in this match, but they could surprise us. Mike, what do you say? Well, first and foremost, the fact that I'm going to say this, I know I'm late, but I didn't get a chance to say this. I'm going to say it now. This week on Raw, Alexa Bliss put the evil on Shayna Baszler. She put that evil on her, Dazzy, dangerously. She couldn't move the leg. A little voodoo action. Got the uh, Shining Wizard there by Asuka for the pin. Uh, I see some Alexa Bliss involvement here. Now, she does like the color red, and I got to say this. First and foremost, the Raw Women's Championship is red, which is held by Rhea Ripley, and Rhea Ripley is the one who eliminated Alexa Bliss before she can go batshit crazy in this year's Royal Rumble. So I'm going to oh, say yeah. some. So I'm going to say somehow, some way, Rhea Ripley's going to retain. Then after the match, Alexa Bliss is going to attack her, and we're going to get the Rhea-Alexa uh, Bliss feud for the title. So I'm going to say Rhea. Very nice observation there. I forgot about that in the Rumble. Um, so three points for me for the Alexa Shayna spot. Didn't watch mm-hmm. Raw. Read about it. Shook my head. She she, <laughs> she did her own Papa Shango. She put the evil on her, man. Ricky Bobby style. And yet somehow the blood uh, and guts match that wrestling back 30 years. 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I was yep. just going to say the same fucking thing. Yes. We had, we saw a goddamn war games fucking match. Where was that fucking 30 years ago? It was at the fucking peak of goddamn pro wrestling. But you're doing the same thing that sucked 30 years ago with a fucking lady. Papa Shango was shit. That's why he had four different characters, pal. <laughs> oh, That's why he became God. a pimp. Oh, God. Yes. Thank God for that. Well, that was the best that was the best part about it, because it was him being himself. You just gotta let the man be himself. Yes. Also, didn't um the Godfather's hose technically introduce us to was Lita a hoe? Uh yes. she yes, very briefly, yeah. She's a hoe. He's a hoe. Not, not, I'm not saying she literally was, I'm saying she was one of the on screen hoes. Yes, she was. Before <laughs> she was with yeah, before she was, I believe, with S.A. Rios. Yeah. Playing me hope. All right, so uh, Mike says Rhea Ripley. I'm actually pretty confident she'll retain too, so I'm saying Rhea Ripley as well. I know, obviously, Charlotte Flair is being shoved down our throat like always, but fuck her. Fuck her. That's Andre's job. Andrade. There you go, Andrade. I'm like, Andre. Andrade. Oh, his job is playing the convicts. <laughs> I'm so shocked still that that's his first match back into wrestling outside of WWE is against that fucker so, Are okay. you sure? here's the thing man I first saw that match I was thinking they were going to fight at the cantina like when he challenged the Usos and Triple H so you say ah. cantina all I hear is dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly um I want to. I really just want to be like, oh, it's gonna be Charlotte. Why? Because fuck you. And <laughs> but I'm like, I kind of like Mike's theory. But here's the thing about Mike's theory: it makes sense. You know what WWE <laughs> doesn't do? They don't fucking make sense. <laughs> fuck. Um, fine, just give it to Rhea. But when I'm fucking right about Charlotte, I'm not gonna be mad. I mean, we will be, but you know. I'm not going to be. I'm going to be mad because it's going to cost me a prediction thing, but I'm going to be like, yep, I fucking called it. <laughs> well, I was already pretty much had the same mindset as uh, Larkin. You see? Um, oh. But I think, like, at the end of the match, that stupid-ass six-woman tag, uh, when all that went down with the magic voodoo bullshit, uh, the only person that pretty much like even acknowledged Alexa was Charlotte. Yes. So I'm assuming and kind of hoping that Alexa will just like put that fucking voodoo on her, which will paralyze her. Voodoo her. Real, maybe I don't know. I'm just saying. Uh, but something's gonna she. Charlotte's going to get distracted and be taken out of the match, and then Rhea's going to win. Yeah, and Alexa doesn't really need the women's title. Um, not not again, and also because of her gimmick, but I would rather see a feud with Charlotte because yeah, it also keeps Charlotte out of the title picture. Yes. Well, I'm thinking, you know, Charlotte will get whatever from Alexa which will cause a feud with those two for the next like few weeks and then uh, they'll just go back and forth until uh, SummerSlam 
and then it'll be Charlotte and Rhea at SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, okay. Universal Championship match. Roman thing. Reigns. One thing before we get to the uh, title match. I'm sorry. Well, Moses did say there, you know, put that voodoo on her. So pretty much what he was singing there. Was, me. Yes. Well, also, <laughs> also, he kind he kind of pretty much said that Alexa Bliss is like hocus pocus. I put a, cast a spell on you. She is. She's a well. Abby's a witch, but yeah, well, but still, that's what Ab- it is. Abby oh, doesn't who the like fuck Alexa. Is Abby. Abby the witch. witch. Abigail. Abigail. In the, the five now, she doesn't like Alexa. Yeah. I don't like any of this. It sucks. <laughs> Fuck. All right, Roman and Cesaro. I would love, 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 love to see Cesaro win, but I don't yeah. see it happening. No. Uh, should we keep this one simple? Is it a full house for Roman Reigns? Yeah. Uh, yes, I think so. Mike? I look at it from a stance like Jimmy Uso and Roman got into it. I think it's going to be a swerve, and Jimmy Uso is going to help Roman Reigns along with Jay to beat Cesaro. And I'm going to say Roman's going to retain. Yeah, I, I honestly at this point I don't see who can take that title away from Roman. I know a guy. He's going to play Black Adam in, in a fucking movie. Oh, Dwayne, yeah, <laughs> that's the only guy. It would be a mock-out moment. I'd, I'd be less pissed off about that than I was about Dwayne beating Punk. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the because the, the reason is, guess what? This would be a story that made fucking sense. Yeah. You don't just bring a guy in because, oh, I get to shit-talk you because you're more focused on having the fucking same main event that we've already fucking seen. Like. Yeah. Well, no. It, 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 no, that was the first time it happened, but still. It was uh, annoying. So, stay on SmackDown. We got Bianca Belair versus Bailey, uh, who just randomly got a title shot for yeah. the SmackDown Women's Championship. Do not see Bianca Belair dropping it anytime soon. I would actually expect Sasha Banks to come back soon so they can have a rematch. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long Sasha's off for. Unless they're filming Mandalorian. But I kind of hope they don't keep her off until SummerSlam. Um, I have no idea about the Mandalorian, by the way. Yeah, well, Just I mean... trust me, I'm looking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's definitely a third season coming the end of the year, so it just depends when they're filming it. True that. Uh, I believe it's December this year that it's coming. If I remember rightly. Anyway... So, yeah, Bianca Belair to retain? Yep. Yes. Mike? I look at it from a stance. When you got someone like Bailey who's in there to be, like, the uh, legitimate challenger for Bianca, and they did have a little bit of a feud when Bianca came over to SmackDown, but this is a case where it's like this woman just got beat up by the Bella Twins at Bollywopped at WrestleMania, and all of a sudden, oh, here's Bailey getting a title shot. So I understand that they want to have a legit challenger for her first defense, but it's like, come on, but the way Bailey's been booked, eh-eh. So I got to say Bianca Belair retains. Yeah, she, she's she got some history behind her name, but make it make sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not just because, oh, she's the longest women's champion, so let's uh, let's go with uh, <laughs> let's go with her against Bianca. So we're supposed to forget the fact that, you know, she got mollywopped on friggin' WrestleMania and made to look like a joke at the show. But, hey, whatever. Bianca Belair. Yeah, well, literally every other woman in WWE is in tag matches. True. 
Um, so this should, I believe, bring us to the main event, unless I've missed something. Well, there's only six matches, so yeah. No. Okay, I miscounted. There's six matches. There's probably going to be seven by the time we get through SmackDown. So main events, possibly. Uh, triple threat for the WWE Championship. Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre versus Braun Strowman. Uh, I mean, I guess throwing Braun in there is one way to freshen it up. A match that we've seen a dozen times, but still. I I was surprised Lashley retained at WrestleMania. Uh, so I don't see him dropping it now either. So Lashley to retain from me. Yeah, Lashley. Yeah, the momentum's gone. So yeah, you might as well just keep it on Lashley. I'm just thinking if you're going to do this, you might as well book it long term. Sign Brock's dumb ass back and let's get the thing we've all been clamoring for. I mean, I mean, I, I kind of hope they're keeping that for SummerSlam when they may have, well, should have uh, a bigger crowd. Honestly, I mean, double I or nothing's going to be full capacity. There's no reason SummerSlam can't be. There you go. Honestly, I don't want to see Bobby versus Brock. I mean, I'm I'm not that interested in it, but, but it's the match. You. It's well, it's, I, <laughs> it's the match Lashley wants. I don't remember who I was talking to about it, but there's only one way I want to see Brock Lesnar come back, and that's to go to SmackDown. I was watching some video of Brock Lesnar doing like a speech, like training some MMA guys, I think, or some shit it like was that. From tough and uh, not tough enough from the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. And uh talking about making chickens uh chick making uh chicken salad out of chicken shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh man, I fucking loved it. And just hearing him talking the way he said it and I was like, damn, why can't he be a baby face, come back, talk for himself, go to SmackDown, on Paul stay with Roman. And Roman stay the heel, and Brock just defends himself and comes back as a face and faces Roman Reigns. God, Trav, I love you and your not <laughs> and your and your naiveness so much. You know how much <laughs> fucking heat Brock got for that one saying. Four dudes oh, on his team wanted to beat his ass. Oh, I know, but it just had me thinking. Unless his fucking cat's nice gonna come out with a goddamn sombrero and make fun of Eddie Guerrero, <laughs> he's not gonna be a baby face. I, I I know, but that I'm just saying that's the only way I would want to see a Brock come back. If I mean, it's not in that way, I don't want him back. When when he came back and dropped Cena, he was a heel, but everybody loved him for it. Well, yeah, because he took out the fucking dude that we've all been hoping to like see dead. And there you go. Yeah, I mean, I think Vince is pretty sold on wanting to finish this trilogy between Brock and Roman, uh, possibly at WrestleMania. Oh, God. Because that's what we need, repeat matches at Mania. At the biggest show of the fucking year. We I mean, should be crowning new stars, goddammit. Like we said, it would be... The only difference would be Brock would be the face and Roman would be the heel and Heyman would be with, with, with Roman. But that also, could they keep the title on Roman until Mania? I mean, I've heard rumors about it. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I mean, 
Like, like I said, we just decided who who's the guy that can take it off of him. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think you're going to be able to, to like, garner that much heat where you're going to be like, oh, God, we have to really watch him for a whole another year. Because I'm thinking worst-case scenario, he's going to end up, like, leaving Heyman and then, you know, be a face for the end of it. And then he'll lose it because he was a face. You know, turn mid-title reign. He he seems really comfortable in his heel role. He does. He but, but again, we're talking about a year long title reign. Yeah, you gotta adapt. So I, I mean, it was, even if it it's, was, it was easier for them to do that with Brock because he was never fucking around. There you go. Oh, Walter! It was easier for, to do it with Walter because they weren't even on air for six months. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, okay, that's free for Lashley. Mike, are you making it a full house? Yeah, Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. And I have the Under Siege card up as we speak. Yes, <laughs> I remember about that. <laughs> Honestly, I thought it was next week. I thought we were getting Backlash, then Under Siege, then Double or Nothing. But nah. Impact have to be awkward. Well, as I'm looking at... Fucking Impact. As I'm looking at this, Josh Alexander's opponent will be determined tonight in the scramble because Josh Alexander's going to defend against either Petey Williams, El Fantasmo, or Heat Raju, Ace Austin, AC Romero, or TJ. Fantasmo, you touch what? Come on. <laughs> fucking the writing's on the walls there, bud. No? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess right not. over his head. <laughs> All right then. Um, I'm struggling to find the final card, so Mike, you may, you better take us through each match for this one. Okay. So as I'm looking at pretty much everything that was announced, we'll start with this one: uh, W. Morrissey versus Willie Mac. Oh, Morrissey. I don't know who the fuck Moses? that is, but let's go with that. It's a uh, big cast. Big cast. Oh, that that fact. Big ass. Yeah, he's gonna have to win. Travis W. Morrissey. Wait a minute, or... hold on. What W. Morrissey? That's his real name. Oh, Bill yeah. Morrissey. W... So it's w. Morrissey. I'm w... sorry, dude. Don't oh, use your real name when Morrissey. it's stupid. You don't, you don't need the W. Yeah, uh, yeah. You could just, well, no. Fuck that. Don't use your real name if it sounds stupid. <laughs> and it sounds stupid. Uh, I don't know why he didn't get to stick with his indie name. Oh yeah, uh, Kazakhstan. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. See, that would've been fine. That would have been better, but I'm going to go with Morrissey. All right, same Morrissey. How about you, Dev? I, I I, 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 every time you say that, I'm like, are you guys messing up Morrison? No, that's his name, <laughs> Morrison. I know, I know, I get that, but then it's just like, and then you start with the W, and then I, I feel like you're going to say, like, VK Wall Street or something. It just fucking throws <laughs> me off. Yeah, I say, I say Morrissey so for two reasons. It's his debut match, and Willie Mack doesn't have the best win-loss record. Hmm. And since they've been going after him, that being the decay, Black Taurus and Rosemary, we are going to get Black Taurus against Brian Myers. I'll Wait, start... who are you saying, Mike? Oh, I already said the first one, W. Morrissey. Okay. Okay, so Black Taurus or Brian Myers, and I'll start with you, Desarino. Yeah. Brian Myers, he's he's on a bit of a roll. Uh, and Isn't Tarbus, that Black Taurus guy kind of also on a roll? Yes. Kind of. I mean, he hasn't had any big wins. I think he's had a few tag team wins, but uh, Brian Myers is definitely on a roll. All right. 
Moses, you going black Brian Myers or Black Taurus? Black Myers. <laughs> I love it. Um, God, I mean, I'm kind of with Daz. Like, yeah, like he fucking goddamn Myers is on a run. But I, I, and this this happened to me last time because I was like, well, it's fucking Black Taurus. There's no way this fucker's gonna lose, and he fucking lost. Um, <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. You know what, Brian Myers, you better not fucking let me down. Or I'm gonna send Grim your fucking way, pal. <laughs> uh, give him the old grim ending through the Legos. Absolutely. There, there you go. go. So, so, Travis, Black Taurus or Brian Myers? I gotta switch it up, man. Going Black Taurus. I will also say, since he and Rosemary did take out Brian Myers, and I think there's gonna be a continuation since they're moving Cardona to the heavyweight title pitcher, I'm gonna also go with Black Taurus, or some would say Black Taurus, or us, or yeah. whatever. Well, yeah, they, the, they pronounce it the Taurus. Taurus. Under Siege isn't really, you know, one of their main pay-per-views. It's just one of their, like, one-off specials. True. Uh, it's a random so motherfucker's over. It's a network special. It, if, it, if it was, like, a actual, like, bigger pay-per-view, like, one of their main, uh, I would go on Myers, but nah, they, they'll give it to, to Black Taurus, and it'll probably continue. Yeah, you, so we're split. You know why they've decided to bring us a, an Under Siege pay-per-view right now? Why? Because technically the predictions title is still under siege with Chad. Mm-hmm. I like it. All right. So we'll do this one next. It's Josh Alexander versus the winner of the scramble match that does play, take place tonight, whether it be either El Fantasmo, uh, Rohit Raju, uh, PD Williams, Ace Austin, AC Romero, TJP. I am going to say TJP somehow wins that scramble match, and he's going to get that match with Josh Alexander, but I see Josh Alexander retaining. I know. So I'm going to say Josh Alexander, no matter what, retains. Who are you going with, Desi Dangerously? I mean, he only won it like three weeks ago, so I don't yes. see any reason to take it off Alexander yet. Okay. Moses, Josh Alexander, the winner of the scramble. Uh, I got the scramble winner. I'm I'm going with Phantasmo on this one. And I, and I feel like it's exactly how you did with Finjuice. You bring in a guy from a different company, a guy that's going to bring you new viewers, guys that, you know, you know this dude from the indie scene. So you're going to get, you know, AEW marks and all kinds of other dudes trying to watch Impact because you're going to make him X-Division champion. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll put TBD. And if it's not Phantasmo, you can change your mind after tonight's Impact. Cool. All right. <laughs> Travis, Josh Alexander, or the Scramble winner? Scramble. All right. So I will TBD. go with... I will be the only one here for Josh Alexander. I am the only one going. And me with too. Him. Oh, you and my. I apologize. I'm sorry. Yeah, my, he, he, I don't give a fuck who wins the scramble. Josh Alexander ain't losing it yet. The walking weapon, man. The walking weapon. <laughs> All right. Okay, fine. So here's what, what also we have now. So the winner on tonight's impact with Havoc versus Rosemary will face Deanna Perazzo at. Under siege, so it's going to be Deanna Perazzo against either Havoc or Rosemary. I think that they are building Deanna Perazzo for Taylor Wilde at Slammiversary, so I'm going to go with the Virtuosa to retain Miss Deanna Perazzo. Des, exactly the same principle as the last match. I'm going to fuck who wins the spot. <laughs> the champ ain't losing. Okay. 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 Now here's the thing. Yes. Sir. Uh, Triple Mania. Yes. Yeah. That that in itself tells you. Is going to be Peraza. All right. Yeah. All right, I mean, Moses. I mean, he's Pre- not wrong. 
<laughs> what I mean. But no, I mean, honestly, I'm in, in this instance, it's one of those things where who in this division could be the person to take that title off of her? I don't see it. Now, Tyler Wilde is new, and I haven't really seen her. So maybe it's the new chick. I don't know. I just know right now, from what I've seen in that division, there ain't nobody that's going to, you know, lace her boots, as they, they say. They have several people that could potentially take the title off. No, them. no, they don't. What? And stop talking about your girl, Kira Hogan. We're going to get to that next. I'm not even talking about her. I'm just saying, you know, like, hey, you got Deonna Perazzo going to Triple Mania to, to a title for title match. The and since that hasn't even happened yet, there's no even. You know, last I checked, there's not even a date set for Triple Mania. Yeah, not yet. So, well, yeah, because they're so, still trying like, to figure out fans and shit. I don't know how the fuck they're gonna do that. Yeah. So I mean, like, if if it's gonna be title for title, then Diana Perazzo is gonna fucking win it, and that's oh. why I hate shit like this. I'm gonna throw a curveball in there. Um, apparently, negotiations are falling apart between AEW and. Dagger and Tessa, so how shocking would it be if Tessa returned to Impact to take on Diana? Of course. Oh, hell. Well, she's another one with an attitude problem, so I, that does not shock me. <laughs> she is the evil. These hot headed women, man. Well, she's the evil. Right? That's, what happens. Yeah. That's what happens when you get with, you know. Hot headed women, but none of them compare to evil. No. Oh, God. <laughs> With everything with Azteca Underground and MLW, watch, she's going to turn up in MLW next. Well, everybody always picking on me. I'm expecting yeah. her to show up in MLW at this point. I've been catching a little bit of it. I'm fucking, fucking loving this Azteca Underground. Like, oh, thank God. I've been dying for Lucha Underground to come back. Same, my dude. Same. Did I see Selena De La Venta uh, going to NXT? I'm or just she's... finishing with MLW? Yes, I think she's either finishing with MLW and it's going to go probably to NXT. That's what I'm thinking. Nice. Nice. They so, are more and more reasons to watch NXT. Ah, Selena De La Renta. Mm -mm -mm. Anyway, <laughs> Full House for Deanna Perrazzo? Yeah, that's pretty much the norm when it comes to impact predictions. All right. Deanna Perrazzo is a safe bet. Since, Moses, you brought this up, this is going to be our next match. We're going to talk about it. It is a rematch for the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Titles. Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering defend against Fire and Flava. And, Travis, I'll let you go first with this one. Don't want to bet against my girls, but I'm going to. All right. <laughs> Moses, Jordan, and Rachel, or Flava and Flava? No, it's too new of a team, too strong of a team. You, they, gotta, they retain. All right. Yeah. I will. I will go with the female skyscrapers, Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering. Who you going with, Dad? That's a good. That's a good well, analogy. See, I like that. Jordan Grace fucked us over last time because she was supposed to be running out of her contract, and, and now we all she's said excited, she was going to lose. Right. And then as soon as she won the friggin' title, she signed the new contract. So yeah, Grace and Ellering. All righty. Full house on that one too. All right. So we have two more matches now. We are up to the two main event bouts. We'll do this one first. It's a six man tag match as Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers take on Finn Juice and Eddie Edwards. Dazarina, I'll let you go first. Is there any reason for Omega to lose? I was no. just going to say the same shit. Plus, he's a uh, rocking nose triple belts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Stylish. All righty, Moses, Kenny Omega, and the Good Brothers, or Finn Juice and Eddie Edwards? Oh, God. It's one of those things where I could be like, you know, one of the Good Brothers can take a pin, and it's no big deal. But are you really trying to have Kenny Omega lose on your pay-per-view? 
Yes. The answer to that is no. Yes. <laughs> Travis, Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers or Finn Juice and Eddie Edwards? Finn Juice and Eddie Edwards. What the Ooh. shit? Oh. Okay. It's not. Do you not title. love your God and country? You know, Kenny Omega. Do you love uh, your <laughs> I absolutely love Kenny by God fucking Omega. By God. <laughs> but they have they have to have somebody getting the win. You know what I mean? That way it doesn't necessarily like like you said, you know, Kenny doesn't have to get the pin. And the title is not on the line. So it it it'll be better for impact to get a win over the champion. That way because I mean the impact title cannot stay <clears throat> in AEW. So they gotta set it up somehow. I dig that. I do. But let me blow your fucking mind for a minute here, pal. You know what they haven't been doing lately? They haven't really had impact guys on AEW. You want to know how you make that impact? You sneak you a win against Kenny Omega on Dynamite. Do shit like that. I feel like that's how you're going to end up, you know, getting your way for them to get their own, you know, world title back. That's how I think they're going to do it. Like this, you ain't going to do jack shit in a sixth way. And, you know, in six man, and, and it's not going to go down like that. This isn't New Japan. You know, in New Japan, that's how they'll book it. They'll book it like that because they have a main event show coming up at the next pay per view kind of shit. It ain't going to go down like that. This is that that's too smart a booking for Impact. You see, I'm I'm actually, I'm actually kind of pissed with Double or Nothing. Why is because that? I mean, we'll get into it in later on, but yeah. obviously the main event is now a triple threat match for the AEW title. They missed a golden opportunity for Kenny to put both titles on the line because it's called Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I never thought of it like that. I mean, you could have had Moose come over to Dynamite, and then you could have had a you could have done a two falls match like Jericho, Benoit, and uh, Angle did, where the first fall is for the AEW title and the second falls for the Impact title. Can I say this real quick? You you just brought up Moose, and um, I know I'm already jumping ahead. But when um, when Orange Cassidy got hurt, I was like, this is the way that there's I mean, this is a perfect opening now for them to be like, hey, dude, you're not going to be cleared by then. What's bringing this dude? That boy, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, that's under siege done. Well, hold on. No, we got one more match and I'm going to go Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers on that one. Yes. So the main event. Number one contenders match. Winner will face Kenny by God Omega at at Slammiversary. Matt Cardona, Chris Bay. Matt Cardona, Chris Bay, Sammy Callahan, Moose, Trey Miguel, and Chris Saban. So, Daz? Couldn't help myself. (laughs) He's a heel, but I want to say Chris Bay. Okay. uh, Daz, Chris Bay, Moses, Moose. Travis, who are you going with? Wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, yeah, Moose. It's got to be Moose. Okay, switch it to Moose. <laughs> there you go. Oh. Uh, who all are they again? I'll repeat <laughs> them. It's Matt Cardona, Chris Bay, Sammy Callahan, Moose, Trey Miguel, and Chris Saban. Well, it ain't going to be Matt Cardona. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, I had I was kind of like curious if it was gonna be Matt, but I'm just hoping not. Um, I really want to say Sammy Callahan. Yeah, I, I, I really, I, I would love it to be Sammy Callahan, but I'm sure they're saying, "Fuck it, just fuck it." I'm going Sammy. I am. I, I'm not going to talk about that. Oh yeah, I always have to go with one that I didn't go with who I wanted to win with Pierre, so I got to make it up. <laughs> All right. So for me, <laughs> for me, I think we're gonna get that match at Slammiversary. I'm gonna go Kenny Omega against Moose. So Moose. Now that is under siege. Yeah. All right. That's that's uh, three for Moose. Yep. Moose. Moose. All right, that's two pay-per-views predicted. Now we can get to NXT. Um, get to NXT, I got something to say. All right. Drake Younger, you stupid motherfucker. Yeah, speaking of NXT. Oh, God. Here's what happened, man. So not just the fact that he's at the school board and I have the audio. Do you want me to read what he said, or do you, shall I play the audio? No. <laughs> that freaking audio is four please, minutes Please long. don't insult people with that. With what All he right. said. <laughs> do you want me to tell him what you said, or do you want me to just bottom yeah, line? Summarize it. Y- yeah, bottom line. I mean, he, okay. he's, this isn't the first time he's been a douche, is it? Yeah, no. So it's anti-mask stuff. He was at the school, at the school board pretty much doing it. What really gets me is he spent his work day. He's on Zoom and his NXT referee. He's he's at WWE, which they've enforced a mask policy. And this motherfucker's on Zoom during work day. Work day! Going off about this anti-mask stuff with the children. So he's doing this while he's backstage at NXT. And now pretty much there's a source in WWE that's saying, all right, this is this is a problem now. Because originally it's just like, okay, you know, he's entitled to his opinion. But it's like, when you're fucking doing this during work day, it's like, motherfucker, fuck you with what the hell you got to say. So pretty much I'm thinking not too long, not too far in the near future, he's going to get future endeavor. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Any, 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 want the, any, want the oh, God? Oh. Won't somebody please think of the children? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so, <laughs> you son of a bitch, Mr. Derp for Derp for Derp. Well, you started me off last night with the Derp for Derp for Derp with friggin' Drake Younger. Good Lord. He's a no, Derper. He is. He's going to get fired. And it's one of those things where he went the God route. And I'm like, dude. Well, first and foremost, number one, you're a former deathmatch indie darling, so you've had a couple of your screws loose. Number <laughs> two, you're in Florida, which, again, douchebags if you saw WrestleMania because they wouldn't wear the mask. Number three, your governor is a fucking trumper. Number four, he's a trumper. And number five, did I mention it's fucking Florida? So, whatever. They wouldn't wear the mask, but they were happy to wear the ponchos. Ah, oh, you. I hate him. I hate him so much. But, yeah, he's going to get future endeavored. And he's Airborne gonna go- virus? Nah. Rain? Nah. Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> I just... Uh, Drake Younger. If he if there's any a douche of the year, if there's even a dickhead of the year and we get to Maxi's, he's fucking getting it. <laughs> All right. So NXT, uh, after murdering Austin Fury, Karrion Cross accepts a rematch challenge from Finn Balor. Uh, I, I think I'm getting a little tired of the constant rematches in NXT, and I think a lot of people are if you look at the mm-hmm. ratings. Yeah. Uh, NXT, NXT in general. Okay, why is it being becoming so damn hard to watch? It's it's almost like the raw writers have moved over to Tuesdays. 
I think they have because it's it's driven away a lot of people. Like TSK is not doing Tuesday streams right now. We're DVRing it, and we do. And yeah. and you know what? It's better off that way. Half the time, I like I I just don't even care to watch it half the time anymore, and it sucks because I loved NXT, but oh, yeah. it's just something about it that just seems so off. If I'm being honest, I think the main event scene is the biggest weakness in NXT right now. Everything else is yeah. okay. Yeah, the like other tag Kushida, team division is flourishing. Yeah, the tag teams and Kushida. That's pretty much it. Oh, and the vignettes with uh, Cameron Grimes. Oh, <laughs> yes! That's my fucking man. That's my, like, that's my it, fucking like, hero. In all honesty... I literally only watch NXT anymore for two reasons. Because yep, we, one of them. we talk about it. <laughs> no, not even. Not even. Because we talk about it on the show, so I need to know what the hell we're talking about. And Cameron Grimes. That's it. What about Chelsea? I don't even care anymore. What? It, she uh, I'm, I'm keeps just, Freddy Krueger attire. Oh, yeah. I, I, well, I'm bitter. <laughs> I'm bitter they lost the tag titles, but ah. whatever. But, hey, I mean, they don't even use it every week. Yeah, that's true. So it doesn't even matter. No, it don't. I will say, just on the record, I did download Discord, so would it be cool if I joined that TSK Discord soon? <laughs> Depending on my work schedule, I just had to put that out there because I know you guys talk about the Discord. Can I join that soon? I don't have an issue with it. I'll put I'll put the, the the feeler out to the boys, and we'll shoot you an invite. Hell yeah! All right, cool. I mean, I I I popped in like a couple of weeks ago, and now we just keep getting notifications. Okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> we we get pretty rampant in there. All right, well, cool. yes. well, you can mute the notification. No, no, I mean, yeah, like, traveler, I, how to do that, you fucker. I jumped in, but I'm never around. Yeah, that's the thing. But I, I just downloaded the Discord, so I know you guys talk about that a lot. So I'm just like, all right, let me pop in on one of these. In the yeah, you guys, gotta, you guys got to be around for the pay per views. That's when the real madness happens. Okay, that's when Teddy gets out the flatbread. Is this flatbread? Uh, flatbread, yeah, flatbread Teddy. Flatbread Teddy. <laughs> By the way. Uh, Hey, a happy belated birthday to Flatbread Teddy. That's right. Yes, yeah. happy birthday, Teddy. Uh, okay, so we went from an asshole referee to a very cool referee in the MSK Buzango match as he uh, <laughs> got involved in the action, kind of. Does the fucking duck down and uh, leapfrog, <laughs> and, and then he was hyped as shit, boy. He yeah. was ready to go. And then the Brock Lesnar shuffle, and everybody just stared at him like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's just like, come on, go. Fight. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> and so you ain't going to go. You want to tag me in? Let's go. <laughs> but the best part about it was fucking Scott uh, Tam Lee comes out and he's just like, bro, what are you like taking my job? Like, what are you doing? He's just like beside himself in the corner. It's the greatest. Uh, you like, put me in, coach. I'm ready. Oh, yeah, let's play. <laughs> um, very good match, uh, aside from that as well, too. Mm-hmm. Match was fun. And after being refused a match by Regal, uh, Leon Ruff decided to jump Pete Dunne for an open challenge, and he gets murdered, too. That boy has a death wish. Uh, well, yeah, he first off, you destroyed William Regal's office. Have you not seen what this man has done to people? He, he beat a man up in a parking lot. 
You know what that reminded me of? It reminded me of when Crime Time dared Slam Master J to trash Teddy Long's office, and he did, and then proceedingly got squashed by Kane. Yeah. Hilarious. Mm-mm. You, uh, you'd never mess up a GM's office. No, you don't. And also just because I miss saying the name Slam Master J, because that used to make me laugh when friggin' Jesse <laughs> went from Jesse and Festus, and because he was a rap gimmick in, um, in the OVW and the developmental territory, he was Slam Master J. With friggin' Eve and Torres and Crime Time, and he had the dreads. Yo, 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 Slam Master J. Not to be confused with Jam Master J, but Slam Master J. Uh, so, Mike, you want, you want me to do Pete Dunn? Yes, go ahead. I'm just win an open challenge. Whoever wants some, come and get some. I'll take anyone on. It sounds exactly like him. Not That's exactly Pete Dunn. That, that is exactly <laughs> Pete Dunn. I can't do it as good as you on that one, so yeah. <laughs> Uh, we, we also found out Frankie Monet will finally have a debut match in two weeks. Yes. Jeez, way to fucking prolong the shit out of it. First and foremost, with a woman like that, I will wait. You know what I'm saying? I would walk 500 I, miles and I would wait. I, th- I, I think it's good that they've kind of introduced her on TV before the vignette saying that she's going to have a match. Because mm-hmm. it kind of gets people who don't know who she is to kind of have a rough idea of who she is. La Huera Loca, man. La Huera Loca. Like, if they did just add the vignettes of Frankie Monet is going to debut in her first match in two weeks, everybody that doesn't know who she is is going to be like, who the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. But now it's like, oh, she's a chick that's been around for a couple of weeks, pissing everybody off. Cool. Yeah. Pissing everybody off. <laughs> <laughs> just casually pissing everybody off, including Io Shirai, which ain't a good thing. First and foremost, no, I am looking forward to that feud because you know it's going to be the bomb. Yeah. yeah it should be good. Um, we also had I'm the women's a, title match this week. What's I'm that? Not tra- fan, I'm not a fan of Frankie Monet, but the person or a name? The name, I'm sure. Because yeah, a lot of people have had a problem with the name, but it's like, well, she picked it. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, I was just saying both. Oh, <laughs> fucking trash. <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, I, I prefer it a hell of a lot better than Evolution. Oh uh, yeah. That's coming. Eva Marie doing her. For first and foremost, rest in peace. What? Shoot me now. Well, first right. and foremost, rest in peace to Tawny Katane. And because she's doing that on that car, man. She's Tawny Katane-ing it up. Mm-hmm. What? Fucking Eva Marie. I know, Dude, man. Okay. But... Oh, I can't. I fucking tell my wife. I said, hey, you know Eva Marie's back? She fucking popped. She popped. What? She's That's like, what's... you know, she's in great shape. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm not telling first, you shit anymore. First and foremost, she is right. <laughs> but I'm like, she's 36. She's close to 40. Why do we have to come back for this run? You didn't react the way I want you to. I'm not telling you anything anymore. Exactly. And that's ex- <laughs> that was, she's like, well, well, she's like, well, I like her. I'm like, well, she's fucking sucks. And she's that like, was, but didn't you was... say the same thing about Brie Bella? I was like, well, when you come back after that having a kid true. and damn near and, fucking kill people, yeah, yep. I have a problem with you. She kicked Liv Morgan right in the head and almost mm. mo- freaking molly her. And Mrs. Suicide dives like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. I heard, I, I, I listened to the show last week and y'all were talking about her and whatnot. And uh, uh, there was something that y'all forgot to mention. What I what we forget? Y'all were, y'all were talking about like what has she done since she left the last time? Um, yep. She was still promoting as a wrestler when she was on Big Brother Celebrity. Okay, oh, well, I don't I don't watch Big Brother Celebrity, man. I didn't know Thank about God. that. I mean, it, it's good. Yeah, you that did. She's we talked about wrestling, but she it? sucked at it. Okay. 
yeah, she does suck at it. Um, <laughs> she's she's hey, kind of awful. It's all a blur when we talk about Eva Marie, to be honest with you. Just again, because of the fact that you get rid of Mickey James, Chelsea Green, the Iconics for Eva F and Marie. Now, mind you, we did know that she was coming back, but still, it's like, come on. Yeah, we just didn't know when, or we hoped it was a lie. Do I yeah, have right. your attention now? And well, here's the thing: they aired the same vignette this week on Raw, and then they aired the other one. She's like, "I want to be your role model. I want to be your super role model. I want to be your Superman." Eminem Learn the fucking wrestling. Yeah. Yes. Friggin' Eminem style, man. Don't you want to grow up to be just like me? No. <laughs> Not really. Uh, yeah. So Raquel Gonzalez defended against Mercedes Martinez. Amazing. Yes. Um. Do we get a rematch, or is this it? Uh, uh, I don't know. To be honest with you. I wouldn't mind is... a rematch. This was kind of like a Haas Lady match. I kind of really enjoyed it. It did have its slow points for me. I did want to say there's like way too many fucking rest holds. But again, Haas Lady match. Uh, we do have a takeover next month. Yes. Uh, in your house. house. Uh, I'm, I'm also still, still waiting for that turn from Dakota Kai. I think it might be coming soon, because that could be the in-your-house match. Yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, but, you know, the more we want it, the more they're not going to give it to us. Mm-hmm. Give me what I want! <laughs> exactly, I'm turning into Batista. Now, <laughs> give me what uh, I want! Hit Row, I didn't understand half of what oh. they said. My goodness gracious, that was Ebonics <laughs> to the second degree. We got the dude from Hidden Treasures. We got the chick that I forgot her name because she has the same hair like Lacey uh, Lane. B something. Thank you. B Brady or Br whatever the hell her name is. And then we had friggin' Swerve Scott. And we had, who was the other one that's in the damn group? Uh, Adonis. Oh, friggin' the former Tahuti Miles. Let me tell you something about Hit Row, man. I was watching them, and I felt like I was watching not just Hit Row. Forget about Skid Row, man, with Sebastian Bach back in the 80s. That's a whole new different genre. But I got to tell you something. Watching this group, I felt like I was watching Arrested Development. Take me to another place, and I'm not talking about Tennessee. Just give me to another place. But it's one of those things where you got a group like this. You got Swerve at the front. Let's see where it goes. But I'm like, all right, whatever you say, man. Whatever you say, Swerve Scott. I, I felt like Bully Ray. You you remember the promo with a, with Team 3D and Truth, and then at the end of it, Bully Ray was just like, "Dude, you gotta teach me Ebonics." Yep, I that felt was... like that. I didn't understand half of what they said. I have no idea what they said, man. You know what I I'm saying? Know. Uh, I did. Uh... I, I did not want to know what they were saying. <laughs> I left the fucking room and I went and had a piss break. Mm -hmm. I, I did feel, but I do sad. know that I do know that one person probably loved every damn second of it and said. Probably said to themselves they kept it 200. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I felt very sour. I thought the hand sign was very unoriginal. And then the catchphrase I've heard a dozen times. You know, Velvet Sky, Mike, you remember saying it. If you don't know, now you know. Uh, uh, well, okay. first and foremost, creative. They, they quoted the Notorious B.I.G., man. I felt like I was getting juicy up in this bitch, and I was ready to die. Man, it's one of those things where I look at it from Christian Cage used to say that back in TNA. Velvet Sky said it because, you know, she's a mean girl, and we have to do that crap. But it's one of those things when it comes to, what the hell's the name of their group now? What kind of way? Hit Row. Oh, Hit Row, I'm sorry. Hit Row, whatever the fuck their name is. It's one of those things where I don't give a rat's ass. Do I give two squirts a piss? Eh, eh. But it's one of those things where they're doing something with Swerve. We got the big man AJ on my TV, and I like him just because I watch Hidden Treasures. And I think he's <laughs> fun on that show. But whatever. I really don't give a rat's ass about Hit Row. 
They're doing something with Swerve. I understand that. But for someone who's been feuding with Leon Ruff and really hasn't mattered for a long time, I'm just like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I, I thought the entrance was cool. Um, with Swerve just standing on the stage, like, it's about to get spooky in NXT. And then I kind of like the entrance music. Everybody was bopping to it, but then it just went south with the promo. Yeah, whatever, man. Whatever. I'm just waiting for Julius Smokes to go, blah! You know, like he used to do in Ring of Honor with Loki and Homicide. I'm just waiting for, blah! You know what Ho- I'm saying? Hopefully they have a Britt Baker moment where the first promo sucked, but then they just come back swinging. Nah, I don't think they're doing that, man. Yeah, probably not. Nope. <laughs> it's like when you brought in LAX into TNA. Before, it was Homicide and Hernandez. We had Machete up in there, Ricky Vega doing his thing. And then after Machete, we had... Well, no, first it was Apollo from Puerto Rico because him and Sonny Siaki were a team. And then Chris Candido died. So here comes Apollo doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? With uh, with uh, Conan and Homicide. And then we finally bring in Machete. And then we bring in Hernandez and his Machete. And you know what I'm saying? Danny Trejo in this bitch. But yeah, no. Then we... <laughs> That we had Hernandez, and you know, it's like peanut butter jelly. Any movie that movie. is ever set in any part of Mexico, Danny Trejo's in it. First yes. and foremost, poor Don, as my boy, buddy Steve Nicofor, my best friend, as he said, they killed Heartbeat, Mike Lark, and they killed Heartbeat. Yes, Don Johnson took a bullet in that movie, and I, I gotta say, I got a little emotional on that. And it was a bad guy, but they killed Don Johnson, and they killed Robert De Niro, that fucker. <laughs> yeah, that fucker. Uh, all right, Kyle O'Reilly defeated the bald Kyle O'Reilly, a.k.a. <laughs> Oni Larkin. I like really Oni. not that big a fan of fucking cool Kyle. Uh, I like the match. Yeah. But the hippie Kyle is not my thing. I, I just don't think they knew what to do with Kyle when they split the Undisputed Era. So it was like, what, what can you do? I'm not going to be myself. Nah. Can you no. be cool, you? Sure. <laughs> this is where we get. What the fuck? Well, we got the return of Bobby Fish, which was good. Yeah, it was cool. Um, I'm not a big fan of these awkward, you know, in-ring discussions where they turn the mics up. They don't actually have microphones. They just turn the in-ring mic up. Yeah, the one that's, like, buried with a bunch of shit around it. Yeah, and you can kind of tell it's just they don't know what they're going to say. They're just kind of making it up. Mm Mm-hmm. Dumbasses. Because that's that's the kind of thing where you kind of need a crowd to feed off. Yeah, because otherwise it's just, it's just both of us standing there like, thanks, good to see you. Yeah, I know you got your own thing. Okay, I'll see you around. What the fuck just happened? Right? <laughs> Did he Did just I meet in the streets or something? It, it was literally like, like when you bump into somebody you haven't seen in a long time in the street and then you just don't know what to say. Yeah, yeah, see you, see, you, see you around. But my whole thing is like, imagine having paid to be in that fucking show and you can't hear what the fuck they're saying, but oh, just yeah. to be free sitting at home watching it and we understood barely any of it. <laughs> still, man, think of the people's in the audience. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Still cool to see Bobby Fish back, though. Um, so I'm guessing Kyle O'Reilly and Pete Dunne is the next feud. Which oh, I'm odd. That they're gonna hurt each other. Oh, yeah, somebody's gonna die. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Somebody gonna be him dead. That's okay. Because mm-hmm. I'm gonna um, be watching. I've, I've got to say, though, can we can we stop doing the grounded punches to the back of the head if you're going to make it look weak as fuck? Yeah. Pete they're... Dunn and Cross were both guilty of it this week. Yeah, and they both looked ass. It's like, exactly. dude, you guys train MMA, and like you can't make these like more believable? I, I get that you don't actually want to hit the guy and kill him in the back of the head. You, you don't want to donkey punch the guy. Then don't but... do it. 
If if you really need to, just flip him over and do the grounded punches to the face. Right. Mm-hmm. So that way he can cover up. That actually, I think that's my only complaint apart from the hit row segment. Uh, and then of course main event: Kushida Santos Escobar uh, with MSK evening the odds by getting rid of Legado del Fantasma. I love, absolutely love how Vic stopped the truck going to a break, just as Kushida tied the score. <laughs> We're gonna go to a break. Wait, wait! Don't go to Chuck. Don't go to a break. Don't go to picture in picture. <laughs> that was and great. One of them. Also, was picture, in, picture in picture is becoming my least favorite phrase in wrestling right now. Hey man, yeah. that's that's the common thing now. The picture in picture. It's like damn you, SmackDown for starting that trend. <laughs> hey, it's it's like when Chuck Woolery said we'll be back in two and two. We got picture in picture, man. I I don't see the points in picture in picture because you know nothing. No, they're not going to end the match during a break. So what's the point? True. I very rarely pay attention to the the match that's still going on when it's picture in picture. I I, I do sometimes, but the what pisses me off about it is when they say that it's going to go to picture in picture and because yeah, they do it every time now. <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. I think it was more fun when they knew they were going to a break and it wasn't televised, so they could have fun like DX with uh, Spirit Squad doing the whole karate thing. I'm sure Mike remembers that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, they used to have WWE.com Unlimited and all that stuff, so we used to... That's how it was back in the day in, like, 05, 06, man. You would watch Raw, but you'd also have to go back to your computer because, you know, WWE Unlimited, and so you'd see them, like, fighting, and then it would go off the screen, and then would come back to the WWE.com Unlimited logo. Then you turn your chair to the TV so you could watch the rest of Raw. Yeah. That's when we had Unlimited. You remember WWE.com Unlimited? Yeah, I remember when WWE.com was promoted. They don't really care about WWE.com anymore. No, they do not. <laughs> hey, this is Tommy Dreamer. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. This is the voice of Killer Cross. Hey, everybody. It's the interview queen, Alicia Atute here, and you are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is AJ Kirsch, and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. This is the CEO of Shane Taylor Promotions and Ring of Honor superstar Shane Taylor, and you are listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. Hey, yo, what up? It's Darby Allen, and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Madhouse. Welcome to the Madhouse. Giving you all your wrestling information to the extreme. And right about now, we're about to take it to the max. It's time to take it to the max. It's time to take it to the max. It's time to take it to the max. And we're about to take it to the max. This is Max Wrestling, and if you prefer podcasts in audio form only, we are on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and CastBox. Oh. Who is back? Goddamn, scared the balls out of me. The, the yelling is back. <laughs> Everybody in that house is awake. Everybody. See, everybody's probably just got used to Mike not saying it so loud anymore. <laughs> he oh, just completely like, the took them by surprise. Well, I got some sleep, so it came back. Oh, I think he just woke up all over. Sorry. <laughs> I did, sorry. See, that's all it took for these last few weeks was a bit of sleep. 
Hey, man, yep. I'll, I should, I'll, I'll be to say this right now, and I'll probably say it at the end. I will be up on time next week. I will. <laughs> I swear to God. Well, I mean, last week we were early. This week we were late. So hopefully we'll get it right next week. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 5 o'clock in the morning. By the way, you were wrong. You were wrong, were wrong, 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 Dad. I'll open it. Yeah, what time was it? 2 o'clock in the morning for Moses. See, Chad, right. it was even worse than 3 o'clock. Yep. Uh, all right, so bad news. There's no shit Mark say this week. Uh, the IWC have been very well behaved. Either that or I ignored Raw, so I didn't pay attention to the well, IWC. I did, I, I, I did that one. I did see something that would be a kind of shit mark say. Not okay. something. All right, I did watch it. So it was <laughs> your favorite who's on this graphic, uh, the girl on cinema there. Uh, I, yeah. watched, I watched her 20 minutes of making fun and being sarcastic about AEW blood and guts, and she pretty much mocked all the blood, and she made fun of Jericho's fall, and she falled into, like, cardboard that she had on her bed. So she was just making fun of that. She had the T-shirt that says, I love AEW. Pretty much said, you know, making fun of the fact that people are so ham, all all ham, if you will, about AEW. So she was one that was just running her mouth this week, Miss Girl on Cinema. Talk about AEW blood and guts the whole uh, night. Go blow cornet. <laughs> See? Okay, hold on. You you said go ham on AEW as as a as a I guess a, a now self proclaimed because as of right now I'm gonna do it just so everybody shuts the fuck up as a self proclaimed AEW mark. How in the fuck can we not go ham on this company? Every time we turn around, it's oh they're shit. Oh they're stealing. Oh they're this. Oh they're that. Oh they're this. You have a fucking excuse for everything. They could completely make a brand new fucking star and WWE did it first. And we have to we have to defend it. They can't do anything right. They also can't do anything fucking wrong. So what the fuck do you want? Let us have what we have and we'll fucking enjoy it. You go fucking watch your sports entertainment, your bullshit, your I'm going to voodoo cramps into your fucking leg. You know, do we not do we also not forget about my hole? <sighs> yeah, all this stuff is WWE. Okay. <laughs> You know what AEW is doing? They made a safe drop for their wrestler because the last time they did a drop, a guy almost fucking blew his brain out mm -hmm. being Matt Hardy. So, yeah, uh, they safened it up. Oh, there's too much blood? It's a motherfucking cage match. It's called it's Blood and Guns. What do you cage expect? Match. Okay, even Jim Cornette himself will fucking say, if you don't, if you don't have a fucking cage match, if you can't bleed. Yes, he did say that mm -hmm. when he reviewed the match. That is very true. So there you go. I like also, that philosophy. I think the only thing that I did say was, okay, and I'll, I'll say it like this, because it was my only gripe with Tony Khan talking about the DQ finishes, which there's a lot of on WWE, which he was val very valid in what he said. But the only thing that you could also do if you want to counteract that, you could say that AEW, even though they don't do a lot of DQs, which they don't, you could also counteract that and say, well, you guys have too many backstage attacks and post-match attacks. That's all I'm saying. So that's, that was my only gripe, because I'm like, don't act like AEW doesn't have, like, its own little thing there. No, that was I mean, my they True. They have it, you know. They still got to learn. They still have of some course. issues. Exactly. I, but again, you're two years in from a guy that is the guy, the owner. And, and remember this: the owner of this company is not the son of a fucking world wrestling, worldwide wrestling federation owner. Okay, the, the his fucking dad is a football owner. He owns fucking god the Jaguars. He is a professional wrestling fan. For you assholes out here that have to use the terminology, he's a mark running a company. And guess what? In two years, they've fucking done just as well in numbers as Raw and SmackDown has done in the last two fucking years. 
It made NXT have to move to Wednesday nights to try to compete and lose horribly. And they're still losing on Tuesdays. Thank you. So it's like, again, when you want to fucking ramble on, understand that, yeah, they have their quirks, but look at where they are in two years. Where was WWF in the, in the early 90s? In the shits, in the fucking hole. Nobody gave a fuck about it. 95, 96, a guy reviewing that era, was still the drizzling fucking shits. Until the Attitude Era really started popping off in fucking late 96, early 97, into 98, you didn't give a rat's ass about WWF. And you fucking know it. Now all about the fucking end all be all. <laughs> fucking asses. Right, the, other, the other thing I will say, you can tell that Tony Khan is a mark anyway, and I'll tell you why. The go-go, a go-go thing where he put the Union Jack on, on Cody, that is the same thing as they put the flag on the Cowboy. Exactly. Yeah. Um, also owns a British football club, Fulham. Uh, That's right. Can't say much about them, but... Well, I'll be honest uh, with which, you. Like, um, which club does he own? Fulham. Oh, okay. Fulham They're is. not that good. The only thing I'm going to yeah. say is, do we really have a problem, though, with the UK? I don't, not as much as we did, because here's the thing. It's not the Revolutionary War, but back in the time when the flag on the cowboy Sore was... subject, Mike. Still too soon. I know. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so they had the Cold War back in the day, which made sense where they put the flag on the cowboy. But I'm like, that's when I watched that. And I'm like, I understood what he was going for, because he went very old school with that. And as we all know, Tony Khan's a huge fan. But I'm like, do we really have a problem with the UK? I don't think so. Man. Yeah, I mean, we'll get into it, but I don't really know why this is a UK versus USA thing, but okay. Yeah. Um, so bad Just news, cause. it wasn't really a shit match, say, but good news is we are six weeks away from Trivia Takeover, six Mortal Conflict, uh, which is our next special event. Mike Larkin is defending the Knowledge Championship in the second annual Champions Chase on June 22nd. Chad Malcolm, Ella J, Moses and Travis will all face the champ, and the surviving team will look to dethrone the champ on June 24th on the main show. The World Championship is also on the line as the Phoenix defends against the Queen of RWT, Mona Lynn. Mona it's Lee. her first title match since she was the first person to challenge the promo champion back at Podcast Promo Rumble 4 in 2019. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the Phoenix also has to defend the promo championship and it's going to be the third match of the trilogy as he defends against Moses Marquez. And this is all important because the King of the Mic tournament begins the following week. Oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine me not only defending my King of the Mic title throughout that tournament, but then winning it while still <laughs> being the promo champ? Ain't that a bitch? That's a well, bitch. Well, hold, on a, hold on a minute there, Mo. If you win the title, Phoenix takes the spot in the King of the Mic. That's what I was about to say. Then we would crown a new... Oh, I can't be a King of the Mic if I win the belt? No! Ah, shit. No, because he's already filled up all the other spots. <laughs> I was about well, to say, hey. this, ain't, this ain't the promo climax, man. Well, that's all right. Well, then, hey, that's fine. Then, then the winner of that can gladly attempt to take my crown. Yeah, so you got a choice this year. It's a promo championship or take defend your crown. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, again, it goes down June 22nd and June 24th. Go to maxwrestling.net slash takeover6 for more information. And, again, King of the Mike begins July 1st with Travis versus Cypher. Yeah, buddy. Hell yeah. You know what's going to be funny as hell about uh, Trivia Takeover? What? If I beat Michael Larkin after all the fucking shit he talked last week. Fucking that shit. What shit did I talk last week? I don't Man, even remember. You were talking all kinds of shit like you were going to 
to win the entire thing on the pre-show. Oh, so yeah. Saying, well, I put the yeah. analogy. Like, as that's not even I... possible. You can't even win on the pre-show. <laughs> I said, what if I do? Oh, yeah, the analogy. That's right. And the fact that Daz is screwing me because every time I try to go for the Grand Slam now, he has to put another pro. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I did say that. The world title is not my fault. Oh, well, no. Well, that was yeah, a good right? thing. You deserve that, though. So, I'm so, not so technically... Michael Larkin screwed Michael Larkin. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, there's, there, a, um, they, it, there's a time-honored tradition. That's what it is. It's the time-honored tradition. Didn't he say something about Ryback last week that you didn't like as well? Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Damn. I, I'm sitting here. I wasn't able to do the show last week. I was fucking tired. I slept. And then I played it's back the show. Point. And next thing, next thing I fucking know, I hear Larkin talk about Ryback want, wanting Ryback to touch his dick. I'm like, what the hell, man? I didn't say that. Yeah, you oh, did. I did? All right. I don't even remember what I said. It was uh, something fault. about Ryback touching my cack or something like that. I'm Wait, like, I, I beg your pardon. I got this. I got this. <laughs> I got this. I got this. Here we go. Floating. So, floating. <laughs> okay, Evan Money McCabe. It's loading. I was oh. on a roll, so I... Well, he did it again this week, friggin' Ryback. It's like, dude, people want to see you retire. Stop with counting the votes. He was doing it again! He was doing it again this week. We got like, childproof cap here, as you can see, so I'm just gonna twist that off real... <laughs> my cock. Here we go. I heard my cock. What did I say, my cock? The shell shock. Touch my cock. Oh, it rhymed. <laughs> shell shock. Touch my cock. That's right. Like, who the oh, hell, boy. when you're trying to insult somebody, you don't tell somebody to touch your dick. It makes a lot of sense. Oh, my Lord. I was on a red, <laughs> all right? I was on a red. I, was on I a don't know what kind of fucking show this has turned into, but all right. <laughs> uh, I was just angry because I hate that man to death. Well, that's the problem. He keeps putting retired at the as an oh, option. He kept hey, going. I, I I hate a lot of people, but the people that I hate, I don't want them touching my dick. <laughs> First and foremost, when Kid Rock said you could roll with Rock or you could suck my cock, that was American badass. I went the Kid Rock route. I will stay. I'll put it like that. Okay. See, it all comes back to pop. Culture. You know what? You when go. did when did suck my cock become an insult? Because you wouldn't want them to if you don't like them. First and foremost, you got to thank G.I. Jane for that, man. Friggin' Demi Moore telling him to suck my dick. Suck my dick? Oh, she was badass, though. Yeah. We all love a bit of Demi Moore. Hell yeah. Well, I that was. blame a... DX for anything suck it related. Yes. Yeah, so wait a minute, can... wait a minute. Did G.I. Jane come out before or after uh, A Few Good Men? Um, I think it was after A Few Good Men. Ah, so maybe it was a reference to. Jack Nicholson's character saying, if you ain't getting a blowjob from a superior officer, you're just getting the best in life like pass you by. There you go. Jack <laughs> Nicholson style. See? So it all fits. <laughs> all right, then. Uh, Dynamite kicked off with Mox uh, defending the uh, IWGP US title against Yuji Nagata. Very good. With new entrance music. I, I got hate so it. confused. They were staring down at each other in the ring, and all of a sudden I started hearing wild things. I thought, is there an audio overlay from the break or something going on? Wait, no, that's no. the music. Wait, what? No, I, so the entrance of this thing, or the, the the way they started it out was awesome. They did like a little split screen, totally reminded me of WCW. And it's got Mox on one side and Nagata on the other. And Nagata comes out to his his regular music, and I believe that was... Uh, um, 
uh, Red Narita that came out with him. And so they're out there, and I'm like, okay, that's fucking cool. And then fucking Mox comes out the goddamn wild thing. <laughs> and I'm like, okay there, fucking Vaughn. Jeez, where's your fucking glasses, bud? You're going to take on the Yankees next, you fucker. Like, it pissed me off because I really like his music. So what the fuck? What the fucking wild thing? God damn it. It's it's weird and bizarre, but it worked because Wild Things has been stuck in my head for 12 hours. I just can't help but think of Major League. <laughs> I can't help. I swear to God, I can't help it. I I keep thinking of uh, Kit Harrington, who played Jon Snow in Game of Thrones, singing it behind the scenes. Yeah, that's, that's, I never thought of that, but there you go. <laughs> Um, but anyway, hell, hell of a match, um, and it was a great show of respect at the end. Um, again, it's that age-old question: Who can dethrone Mox? There's so many champions right now that we don't know who can dethrone them. Well, first and foremost, I'd like those mofos to shut up because oh, Yuji Nagata, nobody's gonna care. I'm like, fuck you. It was good. Hold on, yeah, wait. We, uh, For those yeah, that say Nuji Nagata doesn't care, do you not understand that that man was the last time he was on WCW television was back in 1998? I know, but there's also people that, you know, U.S. fans, who the hell knows who Nuji Nagata is? That's all I'm saying. Fucking Absolutely. people with a brain, that too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, yeah, the trip is good. Dynamite was, fans are more likely to know who he is than fans. Uh, what? <laughs> I was. I was kind of hoping to see a uh, Kenny Omega versus Mox match. Like, yes, another one. But a title <laughs> for title match. I'm and sure at one fucking... point it'll happen. Yeah, well, I mean, like, with Kenny going and being the collector that he is, you know, and uh, it just put the U.S. title on the line. Yeah, you never know. I mean, it's it's an idea, like how Daz was just saying. We don't know who's um who might take that belt off of him. I have a couple of ideas. Um, the first one doesn't sound very good, being Lance Archer, because uh, mm-hmm. I don't see him going to Japan. But my next one is a great one. However, I don't know when he's gonna fucking leave the UK, and that's uh, Shota Aminu. You know, the kid he trained. Yeah. Uh, what well. better way to crown a guy that's going to actually live in Japan? <laughs> All right. Next segment was Cody Rhodes delivering a passionate pro-American promo to set up his match against... He's going to be a daddy. I love this promo, but can I still say it? I, I got to say it, and I know this may be controversial. I really don't give a rat's ass about this match. I love the promo, but I don't give a rat's ass about the I, match. I wouldn't have cared if they had just set it up, but the way Cody set it up and announced it, I care a little bit more now. Yeah. Right. I, 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 it got me a little bit more into it. It has to be a bull rope match. Yeah. No, you fucker. It can't be a bull rope what? match. That's safe for that's safe for Rustin uh, and, and QT Marshall. Just don't do a flag match. No. Well, oh my well, god. No. Well, Anthony is the guy that's going around with the damn rope. Yeah. No. He. Uh, no, he's not. He, it's um. Uh, it's QT. It's walking around with the rope. You dork. He's the uh, one that's attacking Dustin all the time. That's who's setting up for the bull rope matches. Them two. No, this is this has got to be a regular 
wrestling match. You know the dude is 80% blind in his left eye? Cool. Has okay. No fucking idea. Yeah, I had no idea. It's all those fucking right hooks he was taking. But yeah, no, he's fucking, he's pretty blind, dude. So I don't want this guy in anything like brutal like that. Corey, I keep wanting to call him Corey. Goddamn fucking TSK. I love you guys. <laughs> fucking goddamn Cody is, um, he, if there's anybody that's going to carry this guy to a good match, it's going to be him. And yeah. I think this is going to work out really well. Everybody's selling the punch like a million bucks. It's really good. I like this. And then him being the American dream for one night. Is it terrible? But it's a nice, I, it's a nice tribute. It is a, it's a, it's a great tribute. It's an amazing tribute. But again, it is a tribute. And so my immediate reaction was, oh, God, dude, do you do you realize what you're getting yourself into by putting that name on you? That's a big fucking that's a big pedestal to get on top of. I will say this when it comes to Anthony. Uh, so I just I just realized uh, I, I got confused <laughs> who we were talking about. So you're always confused. That's I know, I know, but I was thinking. I think Anthony Agogo. I forgot he was the boxer guy. I was thinking of. The How do you forget he was the boxer guy? He was in the Olympics. So. I was I was thinking of like the freaking caveman looking motherfucker. I can't remember his. Oh, name. that's um. Oh fuck! What is it? Oh god! I had his name. I don't know. He's fucking huge though. That's he, the one. he's. He's the one that. Has the damn Bora the because he keeps attacking and Dusty Dustin with the yeah. But if you watch it, the first guy to grab it after after that is fucking QT. Yeah, setting up QT versus Dustin. (laughs) I'm not gonna argue with you no more. All right, (laughs) I will say the great bull rope debate. The big guy, right? Fucking hell. The big guy is the one that Daz has beard envy over. That's a killer beard, man. That motherfucker. (laughs) What is his name? Um, God damn it. Math, man. Ah. I You're going like, to make me look it up. I feel like Chad's putting me on the hot seat again. <laughs> Can I have a lifeline, Chad? Right. Um, Can I have a damn it. I, His name's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, isn't it like Eric? No, no, no. It's uh, Nick Camarado. Thank That's you. Nick Camarado. I knew there was an M in there somewhere. <laughs> All right. By the way, since you did bring it up, I got to go old school with you, Moses Marquez, since he's 80% blind. So it's like watching Stan Hansen throw a lariat, not knowing where he's going to go because he's blind. Hey, and that's why he always off. put all of it into it, because he's like, if I'm going to hit you, I'm going to hit with you with something. Yep. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. If he exactly. dies, he dies. Uh, our young Bucks brought a bloody oh. end to SCU. Uh, I mean, Dude. it was a hell of a performance from Christopher Daniels. Dude, Chris, he fucking gigged or something, and that fucker, dude, he was like watching Eddie all over again. Oh, yeah, I think I think there was more blood on Matt Jackson than there was on Daniels. Oh, face. my God, I was just yelling, COVID, COVID, COVID. <laughs> He's just fucking drenched in some other dude's blood. Appetite. And then, oh, <laughs> I popped so hard where he's just like, I love you. I'm so, and it fucking kicked his face off. Oh, but then he kicked out, but I was like, ah, oh, that was still great. And he even said on BTE, that's exactly what I'm going to do. He's all, I'm going to, so we're going to have many of those, you know, I love you. I'm sorry moments with a super kick, but he's all, but then it's going to happen again and again and again. And I'm just like, well, you only did it once there, but it worked out. <laughs> 
Yeah, don't overdo it. Well, right? watching him bleed is reminds me of watching the old Ultimate X matches with Christopher Daniels. Remember, he bled like really badly. It was like the 06 one or one of those. Remember when he was in the Ultimate X? Yeah, that was like that was the best performance I've seen from Daniels in years. Mm-hmm. Does it remind me of? Uh, I mean, just pissing out blood, taking everything Matt could dish out, and you know, it, it was just. False finish after false finish. I don't want to. I don't want to do this, but I have to do this. He fucked up the moon salt again. But again, the dude was bleeding like a fucking stuffed pig. When when he slipped on the BME, I thought that was setting up the finish. But yeah, he 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 was a botch. But they covered it up very well, Jay. I was like, hey, he's losing a lot of blood. That's why I said, you know, <laughs> at least you can bring that into context. That's you know, and it made sense. Yeah, you know what I mean. That was very easy to cover up. Uh, but but, the, uh, but this morning, all I saw was, oh, you can't fucking do the moonsault. It's too old to be doing the moonsault. Oh, Motherfucker, oh, oh. you do a moonsault bleeding a little bit. This fucking dude was gushing, okay? <laughs> like, you fucking cut him a break, for fuck's sake. So he can't do a moonsault even though he got right back up and did it perfectly. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> and again, <laughs> wrestled while fucking just gushing <laughs> out blood. Unfortunately, I, just... I didn't get to see this match. I was, uh, oh. yeah, my family just sat down to eat dinner. And as soon as I got done eating, I took off running in there because I wanted to see what the hell's going on. And the second I got to look at the TV, all I saw was him just covered in blood. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck did I miss? Yeah, yeah, everything, uh, you don't want to be like, eating dinner yeah. when somebody's bleeding to death. Right? Uh, that ain't going to bother me. I was been to say the Thanks, same thing. It doesn't bother me none. Oh, no, it wouldn't bother me either, but still. <laughs> um, in the end, of course, it was the BTE trigger that put him down, and that's the end of SCU. Yep. SCU gone. SCU later. Yep. They went out on a high, though. That was they did, though. That was a great final match. Oh, yeah. Four and a half for sure. Um, speaking of breakups... Uh, Inner Circle's future is on the line now because after interrupting the Pinnacle celebration and, you know, dousing them in bubbly, which, again, the WWE bubbleheads complained about and compared it to Stone Cold. Shut the fuck up. What? Look, you know, it, you know it, the it, truck. It, look oh. I, I, I love I love this segment. It was fine. It was really good. It was well done. This is one of those things, though. I'm sorry. It's too nostalgia to WWE. I, I, and trust me, again, self-proclaimed AEW mark here, okay? I've suspended my disbelief as far as I could. This was one of those things where I was like, do you, do you really need to do this? Do you, do you really need to be doing this? And I get it because, you know, fucking Chris got his own, you know, champagne. It makes perfect sense. But, but did you really need to do this? I mean, it was cool, but yeah, I mean, when they did do it, I instantly kind of thought, yeah, it's cool, it's a Stone Cold moment, but I didn't rip on them for it. No, no, I'm not going to rip on It's just a nice tribute. Yeah, ex exactly. Way to put that. Excellent way to put that. But it's like so many things get repeated in wrestling. Like, nothing is going to be original anymore. No, but I mean, but but I get, like, I get it. Like, that was an immediate one you're going to get mad heat for, but again, it does, you know, does... Now Austin has his own beer, but back then did he? You know, nope. I mean, does they, Kurt they Angle have his own Steve brand Weiders. of milk? Does, does Kurt Angle have his own brand of milk? No, he doesn't. But you know who has <laughs> their own brand of champagne? Chris Jericho. Also, it wasn't a hose; it was a frigging gun. <laughs> it was awesome. It was a it was a champagne turret. 
they had to have some other dude turn it on and off. <laughs> so, so and great. Sammy Guevara was having way too much fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was fantastic. I was like, this guy's uh, having the time of his life. Travis, didn't Amber call him a lesbian? Yep. Oh, I was mad. Trav- my guy. <laughs> Travis, Sammy Guevara, he's a lesbian. He don't give a shit. Oh, he's going to get some bubbly. <laughs> so, yeah, the rematch will be a stadium stampede match, which not cannot shocked. be for. The first one was awesome. Yeah, not yes. shocked at all. Not shocked at all, and it's going to be good. I'll be honest with you. If you're going to do a stadium stampede, what a better way to blow it off, man. Yeah, and, and the, the first stadium stampede was all about having fun. Like, they were really enjoying themselves. This one, they're going to beat the shit out of each other all over oh, the stadium. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you have to think that the inner circle are going to get their uh, get their win back. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, they, I, I, I can't see them breaking up so soon. And if I don't see another series of suplexes all the way down the field, I'm going to be pissed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe Sammy Guevara should get his revenge with the, uh, the golf I'm cart. I was about to say, that's more likely. I was about to say, I was like, you're going to see Sammy show up in the golf cart. <laughs> me, me. Like, oh, I'm- fuck, here he comes. I'm just going to say, with the fact that Amber called him a lesbian, I have images of Lilith Fair festivals in my mind. Think about Sammy Guevara going to Lilith Fair festival. What? <laughs> oh, um, yeah, so that's double enough. Yeah, when was it, it, it was, it was absolutely, it was fucking hilarious this last night. I was just sitting there watching <laughs> fucking AEW, and then I was like... <laughs> Hey, my my daughter, she cracks up like a motherfucker every time somebody says a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> so I had to get their attention, and they come out because I knew what was about to go down. It wasn't going to be a little bit of the bubbly. It was going to be a lot of bit of the bubbly. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, I knew that my wife and my daughter would thought it was hilarious. And so they come into the living room. They're watching. And then Sammy starts hosing everybody down. And then my wife just looks at me and is like, that lesbian is having the time of his life. Like, <laughs> I died laughing. Oh, my God. It was hilarious. And then what was even funnier was that my daughter was having to fuss at my mom, at her mom, because... Raven knows that Sammy is a guy. Mm. <laughs> so they're like arguing back and forth. And and Raven just looks at, at Amber and was like, Mommy, I met him. He is a boy. <laughs> 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 when we went and met uh, Darby Allen directly beside of Darby was Sammy Guevara. So Raven got to meet Sammy that day as well. So, it, oh man, it was just the funniest damn moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, so when, when was the first stadium stampede? Was that double or nothing? Yeah, it was double or nothing last year. Oh, cool. That, that's nice. It's the anniversary of stadium stampede, and we get another one. Just uh, don't rename it Double Enough in Stadium Stampede because that's the kind of thing WWE would do. Well, it's gonna be it. Like, it's gonna be interesting because I'm curious. They're supposed to be having like this huge audience. Like, uh, I think yeah, two or three days from now, recording this, the tickets go on sale. 
four double you know i gotta so if say they have if they have like a huge audience then it's going to be really interesting to see how they're going to pull it off are they going to do it cinematically like they did last year where are they just going to go buck wild all over the place with yeah. an audience you know i gotta say it fucking full capacity just that that irks me you know what irks me yeah this is uh, why we're gonna. Well, this is why fucking we're not gonna get back to normal because of these ass wipes and fucking Florida. Fucking Florida. That's what it is. I mean, so far we haven't really heard of any repercussions from WrestleMania, so hopefully it all turns out okay. I hope so, man. Um. So after another pointless Jade car crash segment, we got to the main event. Oh, hold on. That Jade car crash segment. Good God. Go, go that, ahead and go on. Go. I hate her. I still hate her. You know, you know what it is too, man. Like she wrestled on Elevation, I believe it was, and I saw her match, and I'm like, God, she sucks. And it's just, it's like, it's never gonna get better with her. Like, just stop putting her on the TV. Just let her go. I, I got the go away heat, man. Just go away. You know what really bothers me about these segments and vignettes is like she's apparently looking for a manager, but then every time one pops up, she's like, I'm my own boss. So what exactly. the fuck are you doing? You're contradicting yourself, honey. Thank you. What the fuck do you want? I fuck. I don't know. I don't care. I yeah. Move on. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. I don't care. Um, main event Derby is well. I, I I'm not gonna say it's no more because he can still main event, just not as TNT champion because Miro is now TNT champion. Can I say it again, please? Yes. I still don't give a rat's ass about Miro. Really? No. Um, I don't. Right I, I'm sorry. Hmm. Interesting. Now Interesting. that he's away from Kip, um, I rather enjoy it. Yeah. Same. It's a lot better than he was but as my, the video gamer. My mm-hmm. biggest fear is that it's going to turn into a feud with Kip for the TNT title. And that's something I do not want to see. Well, here's well, I'm hoping that that's going to be at least two months down the line. It's going to happen. We have to accept that. That's the reality that is wrestling. You build a story, you're eventually going to yeah. have to finish it off. So, right. but I, I mean, I think you're right. I think you're right. It will be a couple months down the line whenever Kip returns. But I just hope that when and if this does happen. Like Kip gets repackaged or something. Yes. And they don't they don't go the same way they have been with those two. So also, just switch it up and just be two different guys and just make the best out of it. Exactly. Also, if they all if they want to even get that far, Miro needs to start killing everybody and doing it well. I don't know many other dudes that are gonna give him as good a match as Darby Allen did. Oh hell. That's well, my biggest concern. Anybody, Darby, God Almighty, he has been killing it. Darby, that, the, the thing, the thing that kills me with with how people with all these WWE marks is they want to bitch and complain about how oh we we stole stars, we stole stars. You guys hated your fucking whole company hated Darby Allen, and look how big of a star he is now. Yeah. Look at that guy. He, He's crazy. He, fucking that guy. Like last night when he did that. Uh, Suicide, headbutt, whatever. Oh my lord! God, my just lawn darted like himself. Freaking, uh, it just busted out like a freaking bullet, man. He, that was just insane. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I liked how 
they made Miro such like a beast in that match. And I hope it continues that way. Hey, maybe maybe do the same thing with like Lance Archer later on down the line or something. That would be awesome. I'll smash him about it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does it does seem Lance Archer is next in line. Build it up a little bit. We'll, we'll, we'll save it for double or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I can deal I, with that. I I didn't want Dynamite to end. I wanted a couple more minutes because Archer just wanted to kill him. Yeah. But let me go. Let me go. Let me go. Let me kill this fucker. It's going to be great. Um. Yeah. So that is it. Also, before we do go anywhere, um, Mike, congratulations yeah, on destroying bold predictions. Oh, yeah. Let's go, bro. <laughs> it was that mind See, control, man. They you, got you that mind control. Pop up on Ryan Squared saying you're jumping ship to bold predictions, and the next thing you know, bold predictions implodes. Yeah. It was a conspiracy all along, Chad. It's all that mind control. You know what it is, man? It's it's one of those things where it's like, okay, Vince Russo was sent over to WCW to kill it. That's what I was. I was the Vince Russo there, bro. <laughs> you you were the Hulk Hogan in Impact. Oh, my and, God. And- and people say that I'm this name. <laughs> wow. I ain't out here trying to destroy people's podcasts. That's not uh, what I heard. I'm just kidding. Well we, had another <laughs> guy, well, we had another guy that did that, but we got rid of that guy. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Gone. But yeah, no. It's, it's one of those things where now, I believe you guys are up for uh, wrestling's Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. You, Moses, and you, Mr. Travis, the Walker-Anderson. So you guys are up. Travis, uh, Chad invited you, and Moses, you're up as well. Well, yeah, I had the shot at the Rivals thing, but no, <laughs> they were too afraid. Nope. So, well. I didn't want the you, smoke. Now you got Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, so you guys can oh, do that. I'm just saying that for the T-shirt. Yeah, me too. Hey, hold hold <laughs> up. Can we can we still win the bold predictions championship that was supposed to be on the line for double or nothing? I have no yes. idea. Why? Because I said so. What we want Mike Mike wants more gold. Hey. He's, he's won everything there is to win over here in Ailey. I still got the I still got the I still got the world title, man. Whether it be Phoenix or Mona Leon. I'm coming. Mona Leon. Mona Leon. Oh, we love you, Zach. <laughs> Okay, thank you everybody for tuning in. This is the Max Wrestling Podcast. Remember to like and follow Max Wrestling on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us at Max Wrestling UK on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And above all, go check us out at maxwrestling.net. Follow us on social media at the Captain 512 at MCL92, at Walker underscore TA92, and at SMRPodNet. And before we tap out and bid you adieu, Remember, Twitch makes Vince's dick itch, and everyone on Anchor thinks he's a wanker, and everyone on TikTok thinks he's a cock, including Moses Marquez. Goddamn right. So, speaking of Twitch, uh, Call of Duty Monday, Wednesday, Fridays right now, uh, playing like crazy. Valorant's going to start on Saturday. Why? Because it's like the second most popular game, and I need more viewers, so get your ass over to fucking twitch.tv forward slash bigmo2425. Watch me yell at my screen in my cool fucking blue lensing fucking whatever filter glasses that my wife makes me wear because it doesn't give me a headache when I play too long. <laughs> um, apparently Peacock no longer sucks. They have finally put up Nitro thanks to Daz informing me. So Retros should be coming back soon. Uh, how soon? I don't know. Considering there's two pay-per-views to watch. I already am excited. I kind of want to get Retro going. So don't be surprised if it drops Monday. All right. Sam. 
What about your bolt rant, Pool? Oh, bolt rant. That's right. Um, thank you. I uh, completely did the draft grade and analysis. Got a lot of feedback on it. And because I got so much feedback on it, Monday will – no, not Monday. Tuesday, I will be dropping my redraft of the 2021 NFL draft. Uh, and spoiler alert, no, I did not change the first two picks, but I pretty much changed every other pick after that. That's going to be fun. All right. And Mike, who you been talking to? Um, not really a lot on the on the mic with Mike front, but I do have some new LFC podcasts. Well, one is going to come out um, either tonight or tomorrow. It's with LFC judge Trap Gambino talking about his appearances on Divorce Court and Dr. Phil, his new single villain. He also talks about his incident at LFC 31 with Jenny Bloody Valentine. And the latest edition is up with Bella Inc. and her bout against Audrey Mongoose Monique at LFC 31 Booty Camp. And we talk about Sturgis, which LFC will be coming back to the 12th, the 13th, and the 14th of August. So three nights of LFC action. You guys can check me out LaundryFC.com for the LFC podcast at SM Show 1 or MCL92 on on the Twitter machine, soundcloud.com slash mclarkin92, stevenmikeshow.com, mlarkinmb for the Instagram TV. My latest episodes on there are up where I talk about, excuse me, my mother being my best friend and my hero, and the other one where I talk about, I don't even know what the hell I was talking about, but there's another one on there. <laughs> Still, you'll see it. But yeah, I'm all over the place. I'm having a lot of fun with that. Going to be talking about some real life stuff and a lot of great topics to help inspire, encourage, and really just get everybody on the right path and stay positive and stay upbeat, if you will. And yeah, that's my story. And you can also check me out on the Max Wrestling Podcast with my four horsemen brethren, Dazzy Dangerously, Moses Marquez, Travis the Walker Anderson. We take it to the max. We ain't got no earwax. That's how we roll. And I had flashbacks to Promo Mania last year where I fell asleep. And something goes off. <laughs> and now things are kind of getting back to normal, sliding back into work, schedules getting back to normal. We should hopefully get some net picks done very soon with uh, part two of Originals versus Remakes. Yeah, well, I'm about to get mad for a second now. <laughs> In the meantime, though, there is two new episodes of Open Road, which you can check out right now on the Max Wrestling YouTube channel. Uh, one is about roundabouts. One is where Chad ain't going home. <laughs> I have to finish that it, one, but yeah, there's plenty roundabouts. of roundabouts out here. <laughs> they, yeah, they're not as common no. um, in terms of a ratio. So join us next week. Um, because there's no pay-per-view next week, now I've been reinformed that Under Siege is this week. So we have a little bit of a break from predictions <laughs> next week, and then we got double enough in the week after. So join By us next way, week. You mentioned TikTok. Travis, you son of a bitch with that TikTok you sent me. That was hilarious. They're all hilarious. Yes. <laughs> I had to put that out there. This was episode 322. We will catch your ass down the open road, and that's the bottom line. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Bye. Drake Younger can fuck off, then come back and fuck off again. Why did he just leave so quickly? (laughs) In six weeks, Phoenix, you son of a bitch. I'll be a two-time champ.